Fit for Life Radio, episode number 156. I'm your host, co-host Gary. And I'm Will. And today we're going to be talking about, just chopping it up really. Yeah. About one of the biggest challenges for most people is that they know what to do. We know what to do. Mm -hmm. We just don't do it. I would say like nine out of ten new people that come to our gym tell me that. Like, well, I know what to do. I just don't do it. Yeah. And like, I think that's where most people are. Most people have a good idea of the information. And, you know, that, you know, you should try to eat whole foods for most of your meals. And you shouldn't have, you know, nothing but processed food in your diet. Like, people know those things, but the execution is like where they just fall off. Like, you just don't do it. And it comes down to, at its core, it's just little micro decisions mm -hmm. each day that we have to make. And the reason we don't want to do it is because most of these decisions come down to not choosing the easiest and most comfortable option. Yeah, it's, all, it's comfort and what feels good, you know? Like, why would you want to do the you know, make the choice that makes you not feel good in the moment. You yeah. know, and that's where most people end up. Uh, and then, you know, those micro decisions, think about all of the decisions you have to make in a day. If all of them are based around comfort, in short you're term. not going to make any change. Yeah. And all, all this stuff, I mean, we're talking about, you know, our body, our body composition, our health. These are delayed gratification type decisions, mm -hmm. right? So when you go to make them in the moment, they're never going to be the fun, easy decision. Yeah. And, and like those results are our body composition, our health, they're all a sum of all of those little micro mm -hmm. um, decisions you have to make over a very long period of time. Like you're not going to make one little decision. You're not going to say, you know what, I'm going to have, uh, I don't know, eggs and fruit for breakfast. And all of a sudden you're healthy and you lost weight and all this stuff, but you have to do that without repeatedly yeah. Initially, without seeing any, any yeah, benefit. Yeah, with no real benefit to it, knowing like this outcome is going, or this is going to help me with my outcome. Yeah. And it's, it can be hard to do that, you know? And I, I, I know like there's a lot of talk around like willpower and you shouldn't have to rely on willpower. But to be honest, when you first start changing habits, it does require more mm -hmm. effort. And you do mentally have to be a little bit tougher to kind of, you know, push through a little bit of change yeah like there's always going to be that and if you aren't willing to do that and be uncomfortable then like change just can't happen mm -hmm. and let's look at you know some kind of scenarios right and, and it looks different for everyone Everybody. because say we're struggling to lose weight we know we need to eat less calories right so easy first step one simple habit is eliminate mindless snacking right but, what is mindless snacking it's when we're just eating well doing other things mm -hmm. and out of boredom there's no it's not like we need that fuel yeah. to do anything and it's contributing to acts actually too many calories right more than we need so yeah so we would have to in theory we would want to cut that out well what does that mean that means maybe you're someone who can manage well but you have to portion right so you could have uh some fritos in your house but now you need to make the decision of like, I'm going to have ha a quarter cup. Yeah. Right. Pour and out like a little tiny bowl or a handful. <laughs> so you have to make the decision to have a mindful portion. But then maybe the reality is like, you can't do that. The bag's still there. You're going to eat the whole bag. You, well, then you have to make 
a micro decision at the grocery store, I'm going to skip this bag of Fritos. So I don't eat the whole thing tomorrow. Exactly. So it's as simple as that, right? And that comes down to we we know what to do. We just don't do it, right? Everyone knows that in that scenario, but we don't do it. Why don't we do it? Because it's not the easy decision. Yeah. So And eating Fritos feels better than not eating Fritos <laughs> in the moment. So, another, you, know. you know, another one we know we need to be more active. Perfect example. Yesterday, I thought, you know, it's getting cold down and... Yeah, it's easy to want to stay inside. The heater's on. on. You know when you step outside, it's going to be cold. Mm-hmm. you got to brace yourself. But I have a dog, right? And I know, well, technically, it's my responsibility to take him for a walk, right? It's good for his health. And now, normally, I would just stay inside, right? Or, you know, let me just sit on this couch. Dinner's coming up. Yeah. All this comforting stuff. But it's like, no, I need to go do this as a responsibility, right? And... I have that tied to it. So then, and then I end up going for a walk, which is great. If you notice, we really just need to tie these like deep whys and reasons to these choices that don't have instant uh, gratification. Mm-hmm. And we do it all the time. We're, you're yeah. not incapable of doing it. We do it with our job. We Think about it. Yeah, do you want to show up to work every day? People get up <laughs> 300 plus days, almost a year. Yeah. And go to this place that maybe you don't always want to go to or ever want to go to, depending on on what your job is. But you do it because you know, hey, this will give me a paycheck. This will give me money. I can buy food. I can pay rent. I can have shelter over my head. So we tie these these reasons and whys that then make us follow through with the action that we need to do. Hey, I need to show up on time at this place. Yeah. And think like most people with their job don't go, you know what, like, I don't need this money today. Like, I'm good. I don't need to go to work, right? Because they know, well, if I don't go to work today, like, I might lose my job Mm -hmm. if I do that too many times or I'm going to make less money over the long run. So we just don't do it. And we never really think about it. And again, yeah, then you have a kid, right? Well, now, yeah, especially when it's little, it's like if you don't get up and feed it, if you don't go do these things, it can't do anything for itself. Mm -hmm. So you do it because it's important because you have these delayed gratification and this responsibility. Yeah, like you want to raise a healthy kid and you want them to be Mm -hmm. successful. So like you do the things that are hard. And I think that then shows where most people are at, right? Isn't it crazy? We can't, we have trouble because we definitely can. Mm -hmm. We have trouble doing things that benefit ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because we can do it for other people. We can do it. People can do it for their kids. And most people do. Most people do take care of other people well and neglect themselves in the process. But when it comes to our own health, we normally choose the easy, comforting decision. Mm -hmm. Right. So now where do we go from there? Right. We know what to do. We just don't do it. We got to start. You have to start tying reasons right now. We're lucky. We're fitness professionals. Right. So it's tied into our profession. Yeah. Like I have to do this for my job. If I don't do it, like, you know, it's now, don't get me wrong. There's fitness, fitness professionals that don't, don't practice what they yeah. preach. Right. But yeah, ultimately, when you have that kind of leverage of like, hey, I want to practice what I preach. You have to. And it, it makes it easier. It makes it easier. Right. So totally get uh, it. You know, yeah, I, I have that advantage. Whereas other people, you're going to have to create leverage these other things. Right. But it could be, you know, so most of our clients, a lot of times it's, hey, I want to be around for my grandkids or my kids. Um, I want to, unfortunately, a common thing, women do a lot much better job, 
right? Because and you know whether it's you know because they value their appearance more, or how they look and feel. Uh, normally, men it doesn't start. They won't start making changes until something drastic happens. <laughs> like they have a heart yeah. attack or their dad has a heart attack or yep. something. Uncle. And they're like, shh, I got to get my yeah. act together. Or this is like, like that could be it. Mm-hmm. They go to the doctor and mm-hmm. it's like all their blood works horrible, yeah. pre- pre-diabetic. Then it's like, okay. Yeah, they're basically like, you know, the sirens are going off and that's what it takes for mm-hmm. a lot of guys, especially like older guys in their, we'll say 50s-ish, maybe even 40s. Like that's more, what it takes. Yeah, more often mid-40s. I mean, you're yeah. seeing pre-diabetic heart disease. I mean, it's happening earlier and earlier. It's going to be 30s probably in, you know, five, 10 years. Yeah. So, you know, you have to find that way to leverage something, something mm-hmm. that means something to you. Yeah. Down, down, you know, long-term that your health benefits, that you being physically capable, mental, mentally capable, uh, you know, you create that value and leverage. It makes it easier now to make that decision in this moment that really has no instant gratification none you know yeah other than feeling like hey you know what i did a good thing for myself in the moment yeah outside of that like you're not gonna feel a whole lot from it yeah think about it i mean after dinner you you grab a 150 calorie bowl of frozen cherries or you grab a 700 calorie slice of cheesecake right in that moment yeah that cheesecake's gonna taste better. It's gonna be more satisfying. And it's gonna feel great. It's gonna, it's gonna, yeah, be this heightened experience. But then it goes away. But it, now you just contributed a lot more calories that you probably didn't need. Mm-hmm. And then you do that over and over. Now we're gaining weight. Well, what's connected with weight gain? Lots of health consequences are, you know, mm-hmm. the likelihood. Physical health, mental health, all of it. Wow, you know, now and all of a sudden we, we regret, you know, and now with that uh, instant gratification, of the cheesecake bites what in that moment is past. It's all in the past. Yep. Now you're having to deal with the, the long term consequences, right? So thinking, just thinking about that uh, enough, you know, that's why we don't, uh, you know, do crystal meth. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> you're like, well, I want all my teeth. Yeah. And, and I don't want to <laughs> be an addict and I don't want to be, you know, lose all my money. Like, <laughs> that makes sense. So you don't start. Right. Yeah. Even, even whatever uh, little high you would get in that moment, you say, you know what? I'm not even going to not, not even going to dabble. Not even gonna go there. Yeah. And I think we need to start doing that with our health more. <laughs> and something good, though, something that is that does make it easier is as you make those decisions, they become easier to make. As you say, like no to the cheesecake and yes to the cherries, like you're more likely to do that more often. Because it's not as hard of a question for you to answer, you know, because generally you will start to feel a little better over time if, you know, things are improving, your blood markers are improving. You'll feel just better. And it's so much easier to make that choice when you know how you feel because of it. Yeah. And you'll start to have sooner than later, you know, biometrics that you notice, Mm -hmm. like I'm sleeping better. I have more energy. My mood is more stable. Yeah. For me, those are the things that make it easy to kind of pick the more whole foods that, yeah, aren't going to be as, you know, tasty as other mm-hmm. concoctions. But right off the bat on a daily basis, sleep, energy, mood, mood. Those things are better when, when I eat when I eat the foods I know I feel best with. Yeah. Right. And that I weigh that more than the enjoyment from all my meals. Yeah. You know, it's nice every now and then you had to go have, you know, some super, you know, 
foody meal and concoction, you know, or whatever, or standard stuff like pizza, ice cream. But those things don't give me that, that the sleep, that satisfaction. Food. So I can, I enjoy my boring meals because you appreciate them, come to appreciate them over time. And, you know, in the moment, really, because it is substance, it is food, but also because I've weighed them higher now, I get the same dopamine hit because I know how they're going to make me feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like that, that gets retrained too. You know, like you start to get a lot of enjoyment and <laughs> pleasure from like doing the things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're, you are retraining that. And then another layer to this is we do know what to do, but there's still lots of details and nuance and it's difficult, right? Yeah. Because we saw something recently on uh, Instagram or something where, okay, say you're like, you know what? I'm going to eat better, right? Me- typically meaning I'm going to cut out, you know, these, these mindless calories and extra calories, get, get to a, uh, you know, a place where our, that supports your goals, your body weight. And you could say, okay, cool. I'm going to look at labels, food labels. Let's look right? at them. <laughs> well, we saw, what is it? I'm, uh, uh, it wasn't, what's that cookie place? Crumble. Crumble. So it was a crumble cookie. Cr- crumble's overrated. Never, I've never Anyways. had, never had one. So I've had a cookie, not a crumble. It, it's like, uh, you know how things get so hyped up that mm-hmm. like the, the hype surrounding them is almost more excited than the actual thing. Mm-hmm. It's like Chick-fil-A, like Chick-fil-A is not bad, but damn, do people hype it up to be way more than it I know, really right? is. It's a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Like it's good. It's not like it's bad food, yeah. but I'm not waiting 45 minutes in line though. They do have like the most efficient drive through process of all time. However, I do think crumble cookies just not as good as they think it is. And half the time they're not even cookies yeah. for being real. So anyways, the, someone was saying, Hey, they, they originally looked at the label of the crumble cookie nutrition facts. And it said that it was what, what it, what it was uh, like 160 a, calories, 160 calories. And you're thinking, and these cookies are like big, they're pretty, yeah, they're a good size cookie. And yeah, like elaborate a lot of times, but this was a basic one, but anyway, chocolate chip. So we're you could at. think no cookie, 160 calories, but then there's a little asterisk. Always look for the asterisk. Mm-hmm. That asterisk. That asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's never a, it's never a, a, a big fat asterisk. Either. Nah, it's that little, little asterisk. <laughs> so, that little asterisk. Mm. You got to watch out. So the asterisk. So then you go see what the asterisk has to say. But you got to go find it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's, they hide it. So you, they're trying to be a little bit misleading, you know, mm-hmm. by putting that asterisk. You got to go on a friggin' treasure hunt to figure this out. What did the asterisk say? It said, um, like, basically the serving size was a quarter of a cookie. Mm-hmm. So then now one a cookie, quarter of a cookie is basically over 600 calories. Yeah, it's 640 calories for one single cookie. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest with ourselves. If someone's getting a 12-packer of crumble cookies, they're not only eating one. Yeah. So here's where, like, for example, and this happens with clients when we see and they're tracking and they maybe they're, yeah, so they're making an effort. We're trying to, uh, hey, we know what to do. We just don't do it, but now we're doing it, right? Yep. So we're, hey, look, a lot of people would glance at that and be, and now they're plugging in that they had, and maybe they had three cookies, yeah. right? But then they're, and they're plugging it in three and cookies. And it comes out to what, 480 calories. Yeah. And they're it, like, oh, I'm good. And then, but then they're like, man, I'm, I'm still not losing weight, right? Or I'm not, you know, then we go and 
yeah, notice things like this. Oh, here's that. No, that. So instead of actually having three cookies for 450 calories, I mean that's got to be 2,000 calories. Yeah, you're having 160 times 12, right? So easily over yeah, a thousand. 1,500, 16. So it'd be 640 a cookie. Or Yeah. Yeah, 612. So 1,800. Yeah, almost 2,000 yeah. calories. Cool. It's, but you're doing the work. Don't beat yourself up. You now took this extra step because even though the your environment were, is working against you here. Mm -hmm. You're still trying. You know, they're trying to hide it and make it seem better than it is. The reality is you were eating way more than you realized. But yeah. now you know and you adjust down. And you maybe realize, well, now you only get to have one cookie. I'm not even going to bring these things in the yeah, house. Yeah, like it's not even worth it to do if I can only have one or of I'm these. Or I'm not going to go to Crumble and buy a case of cookies. I'm just going to get a cookie. A single one, yeah. Yeah. Which could be good. And you know what? If you're the type of person that can eat a quarter of a cookie, more power to you. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's like the Frito analogy. If you can eat a quarter cup of Fritos, you're good. But if you know you're going to crush the whole thing, like it's yeah. not worth it. Side note, do you eat portions of things like cookies or donuts? Like, will you cut off a quarter of one and just leave it? No. Okay, good. Would Alexis do that? No. Okay, good. Whitney, no. Whitney does that. But she, she likes to have them, like, every day, right? So if I had it every day, I, I, I would. Well, even if, like, you don't have it every day. Like, we have donuts at a special thing at her parents' house. No. But all of them do it. The serial killer. I feel like I'm the serial killer because I'm the only one who doesn't do it. But I mean, and in reality, for example, you know, the one that always tripped me up, a bagel. Yeah. A bagel, the full serving is half a bagel. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. A whole serving is half a bagel. Mm -hmm. So a full bagel is two servings. It's bullshit. It's one thing. <laughs> yeah, but in a spit, you know, it's like 600 calories yeah, for a like, whole bagel. Yeah, like a good, like, you know, official bagel is like five, 600 yeah. calories. That's just leading. You man. know, and this is where, yeah, it gets hard in the nitty gritty, right? But you, ha but and th these are the little decisions, right? Oh, do you want to have cookies every day? Like you're probably gonna have to portion them. You know, assuming most of your calories come from majority whole unprocessed foods. Your, you know, your protein, your fruits, your veggies. You, you know, most people can have a little wiggle room, like depending on their, you know, size and goal. But like two to five hundred calories a day of maybe more fun calories. Yeah. And yeah, th you may. That's where you have to again hey, make little decisions, right? It could be. You could say you have 300 calories. Cool. I'm going to have half of a crumble cookie. Or you may want three, four cups of popcorn. Mm -hmm. Right? It, those are the little decisions you have to make. But the point is we have to – we are making those decisions yeah. versus where we just eat whatever we want, whenever we want, however much we want. Yeah. And I think it's important to kind of lean into not being comfortable all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, like make a decision that doesn't make you completely comfortable. Yeah. And like, you start to almost get like a good feeling mm -hmm. of like, yeah, I, I did something uncomfortable and you feel good about yeah. the fact that you are, you're moving you, the you're, bar. Yeah. You're setting these guardrails. And yeah. the reality is typically on this planet, you're going to be in two camps. Both of them are going to lead to different types of discomfort. One is you are basically in like a, you know, country like the United States and doing well to where you you know you have kind of access to unlimited calories our food environment yeah. they're cheap they're everywhere if you have a car you can drive anywhere you can walk to places and the reality is that there is an abundant amount of calories available so you're at some point gonna have to say no to stuff yeah right 
The flip is you you're, you live in a place or you're unfortunate in a country like America and you do not have many resources and you literally you have to say yes to everything. Do not have enough calories. Yeah. So you get it's easier in that you get to say yes to everything. But even saying yes to everything, you don't have enough. Mm -hmm. And trust me, starving, not having enough all the time is going to be very discomforting. Yeah. On the flip side, having enough all the time is not necessarily as discomforting initially, but then the, the effects that we have to deal with becomes very discomforting yes. down the line. So in, in the environment that most people that are listening to a podcast ha, you know, are fortunate to be part of, you ha, you're going to have to say no to things. You're going to have to have that discomfort. You're going to have to get used to creating that. And yeah. it's the same thing. It's the same thing with the physical. Well, you, some people still do live in an environment where, hey, you want to eat, you want to have shelter. You got to go move, work, pick mm -hmm. up, grind. It's it, it literally. It's what it, they have to do day to day. Yeah, you can't do it without any physical effort. Mm -hmm. Some of us can sit in our room, basically never leave it. Do our job from the same spot. Order any cuisine you could ever dream of. You have to walk to the front door to have, get it. Have it delivered to your to your house, right? Yeah. So. So you never have to go outside. Yeah. You have your groceries eat. delivered. You can have everything mm -hmm. brought to you. And all you have to do is go from your bed to the front door. And yeah. that's basically it. And that's not good. So what do we do? We create gyms. Yeah. Like places where we purposely go and carve out time to purposely do physical stuff. And guess what? Picking things up, moving our body from point A to point B is discomforting. Yeah. You're choosing Discomfort. It used to be we never chose discomfort. We chose we want to eat. We want shelter. Yeah, I want to live. <laughs> and then the physical discomfort was just part of that process. Mm -hmm. Now it's not part of the process. Now we have to almost like create discomfort because there is none. Yeah. You know, and, and our decisions are not guided by that at all. Mm hmm. And that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. And it's we're fortunate to have to do that. Yeah. Like we're in a spot where it's like, let's make life a little bit harder so we make the right choices. Yeah. Because without that, like we're not going to make the right choice. Mm -hmm. So. And I think people are used to it. They understand it with the physical stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I got to go to the It's gym. a little easier to wrap your mind around that. But people now and more we've learned about eating and food and all that. It's like. And there's more. You know, extreme stuff that can be wrapped up in it. So yeah. it's discomforting for people like, oh, someone could be overweight, but you tell them to eat less. And then it's like this slippery slope of like, that's an eating disorder, right? Which, yeah. which it can become an eating for disorder. For sure. But at the same time, it's like, well, eating too much is technically an eating disorder too. Yeah, it's just um, the other end. Because it causes negative stuff just as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not viewed in that same light. Um, but yeah, we have to create, it's going to be discomforting, right? So yeah. again, we come back to, I know what to do. I just don't do it. Guess what? That's completely normal. It makes complete sense because we are wired towards comfort. Yeah. And saying that statement typically means we're just choosing comfort. Mm -hmm. Now we have to step back, tell our brain why we need to choose discomfort, find these reasons, and that will give us a fighting chance. Yeah. It, it gives you just like a reason. You could say like, oh, I'm making this choice so that you know, I don't have a heart attack when I'm 55, yeah. you know, or I want to play with my kids or my grandkids when they're older. And you start to tie things to those more important whys, and it makes it a little bit easier mm -hmm. to, to deal with. And the great thing is, yeah, uh, especially initially, you need to kind of 
will yourself in that way. Like, I have these reasons. I have these whys. Mm -hmm. But then, like we said, as you get going, you are going to start to feel better. It's easier. You are going to have less pain. You are going to move better. You are going to be more physically capable. You are going to sleep better. You are going to have more mental clarity. Then when you start getting, feeling these things and tying them to these now discomforting decisions you're making, yeah. they become easier and you, all, you actually start to get short-term reward from them mm -hmm. in a way because you're going to get little dopamine hits from making these decisions uh, that you've kind of created and rewired. And that you know in your mind do a positive thing for you. So it's almost this loop of like, I tell myself this is good for me and you do it and it is good for you and your brain's like, we like that. Yeah. And that is very powerful for creating habits. Mm -hmm. And then you, it, you almost create a different little world for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think about now and how I went to, so you do, you, you, you choose these foods, you feel those benefits, those, you start to get them, and then you know that it's going to help these long-term uh, whys. So you end up creating this little world within, realm within those choices, right? I went to Target the other day and was picking up some frozen fruit. Or I went there for something else. It was like, oh, we need strawberries. I've never really messed around in their grocery section and mm -hmm. stuff. And their frozen fruit, dude, is it's all like they got a lot of options. Do they? And selections, I've never right? gotten really and, and any then, fruit like, there. The price is good for frozen fruit. So I, I got all excited seeing all these like combinations, right? They had like a summer fruit bag, you know, those like sliced peaches and strawberries and some other stuff. And then they had like this berry and cherry mix and not just blueberries, wild blue, blueberries, mm. right? And this sounds crazy, but I was so excited. You could have thought, thought I was on the ice cream aisle looking at, <laughs> looking at cookie, cookies and cream and snicker yeah. doodle ice cream, right? But I was so excited looking for these different cho uh, little options of frozen fruit. You know what I'm saying? It hits right, though. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. If you took, like... At some point, you could have told me that. I would have said, that's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, like, hey, I only get <laughs> pumped up for ice cream, whatever I'm going to eat for the week. Yeah. But, yeah, you do. You do do that. Mm -hmm. I got to check out their frozen fruit now. I'm telling you, man. The bags, you know, sometimes some good uh, good labeling, good bag, you know, a good bag. Makes you, makes good you feel right. Good, yeah. art, good artwork. Oof. The colors. The satisfaction yeah. with that is just... Shouldn't be so good, but mm -hmm. it is. Do you? I mean, I'm sure we all just like don't buy stuff that's labeled weird. Yeah. Or you buy something because it had a cool label. Yeah. We're all misled by that. Well, not misled, but mm -hmm. led by those kinds of things. But look out for them asterisks. The a please look out for that. They're always a hey. small asterisk, not a big one. Dressed real nice. Dressed up in a nice package. <laughs> Stop. Oh, man, I think, yeah, but that's, that's some insight. Yeah. Hopefully that helps since most people are sitting out there like, man, I know what to do. Yeah. I just don't do it. I think that's where the majority of people are. And there, I'm sure there's some people that are like, hey, I have no clue what to do. And that's fine too. Like, you know, there's we have plenty of episodes on that, but I think most people are in the realm of like, I kind of have an idea. I just don't do it. Yeah. So I think at a base level, do something that's slightly uncomfortable every day. Yeah, and it could just be making that decision. It could be in your case, like going outside and walking the dog in the cold because you really don't want to be cold. Like those make more of a difference than we think they do. Mm -hmm. You know, like you might think of it so short term, but they do add up a lot. And it all leads to us being better at asking those questions, too, or being uncomfortable. You know, like when a harder decision comes up, 
you're going to be better at making that correct decision because you've practiced that over time. So it yeah. is important, I think, to be able to, to be uncomfortable and, and make the correct decision for yourself. Yeah. And if you need help with what these correct decisions are and just little layers of support and accountability, you can join us in our Facebook group. It's free. Fat Loss Secrets for Busy Adults. You can like search that or there's a link in the show notes. Yeah, hit us up. In it's there. a good group. It's, I mean, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, Facebook okay. Lives, a lot of information and just general help. You know, if you have questions, you know, we can we can help you out. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you for listening this week. We'll see you next time. Bye. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.